welcome back, welcome back to another episode of How Your Mama Them Doing, where we discuss the stress, the strain, the triumph, and the truth of black motherhood. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. I, before we get started, I do want to let you guys know if you have any comments, if you have any input, anything you want to add, any suggestions, please definitely hit up the social media. Hit up the Instagram at How Your Mom and Them Doing Podcast. Hit up Facebook at How Your Mom and Them Doing. Uh, and also hit up the email at How Your Mom and Them Doing at gmail.com. It's been a couple of weeks. It's, I've been off uh, of doing episodes for a few weeks now for the simple fact that we are in the age of the Rona. And so uh, before this hit really hard where they're doing lockdowns and everything, I was in Georgia with my mother and I um, was on spring break with my children and um we were in Atlanta. We had gotten on a plane, me and uh, both of my kids. We had gotten on a plane the week of, what was it, March 7th. And we're there at my mom's until March the 14th. And so it's March 14th. I'm getting my kids onto this airplane. I just found out on the 13th that my school was going to be, um, the school where I'm a counselor, was going to be closed uh, for at least uh, two weeks. And so I got that news Friday night. And then the next day, Saturday, I'm getting my kids onto a plane to, um, head back to Texas. So of course I get into Atlanta airport with both of my babies. I ain't got on no mask. I ain't got on no nothing. We just in the airport. I get in the Atlanta airport. First of all, it's the shortest lines I've ever seen in my life. Uh, everybody got on a mask and I'm feeling so um, guilty and so bad and so underprepared because uh, we knew that the corona was hitting uh, before we had went to spring break but I had already paid like a thousand dollars for these plane tickets to go see my mother for the week of spring break it's something that me and my kids have been doing since my kids have been on this earth uh, I have traveled to my mother's for spring break every year so that my mother can see my kids so that I can see my mother all of that good stuff so um we we get to Atlanta airport everybody's got on masks we're flying on this plane I'm trying to wipe everything down trying to do all the things like Lord just please let us make it back home to Texas um we get back home and now we are uh here in Texas we get home um, I can't remember. I believe that Sunday we did end up going to church that Sunday, the 15th, I believe it was. And then after that, everything kind of says like, uh, you know, the last two Sundays we've been having church from home on Facebook. Um, so I, the first couple of weeks were hectic. I really wasn't able to create a schedule for my kids because, um, we were having to, I was actually 
traveling back and forth to my campus to help students that needed to get things out of their lockers. I was getting things out of students' lockers. Uh, the campus is shut down. And so I was trying to help the kids that needed help, um, you know, bring stuff out to their cars from their lockers. And we were also delivering lunches and breakfasts every day. Uh, and so that was very hectic. And I was having to take my children with me, uh, you know, uh, on all of these excursions out in the elements you know for those first two weeks which was a nerve-wracking for me to say the least um my husband is a police officer so he was obviously working still working um but the first two weeks i really didn't get to just settle down that much because um i was having to you know go in to work and deliver lunches to students that didn't have food so this week has been a week where I finally actually put a schedule in place. Um, a lot of people, when they, when Arona first hit, a lot of the mothers were posting the Pinterest, colorful schedules, all the things. And, um, you know, I ain't had none of that. <laughs> I ain't had none of that. I um, was straight up like, look, um, you know, I, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Uh, but I kind of was, I have kind of two modes that I deal with in my mothering and I'll kind of be transparent about that. I, and generally I'm either, here's the structure, here's the schedule, bop, bop, bop. These, the rules, that's it. Or I could also be, oh, I don't know what to do. Uh, like, I, you know, very like avoiding things i tend to avoid stuff and just push it to the side push it to the back burner um until it kind of blows up in my face and then i say like oh i guess i need to take action <laughs> i have this kind of surrender thing that happens it's a weird kind of um mental thing that i have but it's like either i'm like got it all together everything's on deck or i don't know what to do at all i crazy i don't know um <laughs> so it's definitely taken me time to adjust my kids have been with me non-stop for the past three weeks it's definitely been a transition for me and i wanted to talk to y'all about this transition because for a lot of us who um are used to working outside the home um you know, it's it's we're we're used to seeing our children um, at specific times of the day. So I'm used to seeing my kids in the morning. Let's get up. Let's brush teeth. Let's get dressed. Wash your face. Let's eat breakfast. Clothes, backpacks, out the door. Let's go. Bop 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 bop. Um, you know, when we get home, it's like all right, homework, dinner, bath, bed. Bop 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 bop. You know, like I, I feel like I have control over those moments. Like I have structure in place. I know what I'm gonna be doing. Um, and with this, it goes from you're only seeing your children a few hours of the day to now they're here all day. And if y'all know my kids, my kids are usually up somewhere around 645 early. They don't believe in sleeping in. Okay. So they're first thing in the morning. Uh, good morning. Time for breakfast, you know, early in the morning up. And then I'm here with them all day on my own. Um, and that's been a little bit of a transition for me. I'm not going to lie. I think one of the biggest battles that I had to deal with when I first was home with my daughter was that I was very lonely and I felt like, man, there's nobody here. It's just me and this baby crying, looking at me and pooping on me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I am doing. 
Um, and that made me feel just ineffective and it made me feel just um, overwhelmed, I think, in different ways. Not that it was a lot, but it was a lot, right? Like I'm here doing this by myself all day and there's no breaks, there's no reprieve. It just it goes on and on and on and it don't stop. And so um, with this period of time, it's giving me the opportunity, the fact that like I don't have to go anywhere, it's giving me the time to kind of reflect. Now, as y'all know, you know, I am an educator. I am still teleworking. I'm doing several uh, teleconferences, uh, Google meetings, Zoom meetings um, from home daily. Um, I have my little uh, planners and stuff here. And let me see if I can. I I'm not going to show y'all the whole thing because, you know, um, but, you know, I have my little planner. Shout out to uh, Miss Kev on stage for the planners, the, the uh, things. But like even today, like I had you have your your Zoom meetings, you have all of your, you know, your different uh, things that you have to do throughout the day. And also on top of that, I am obviously homeschooling my six year old who is in kindergarten. And so with that comes a whole host of things that I have never had to deal with. You know, there was a separation when I was at work where I go, I get dressed up, I put on makeup, I feel pretty, I go to my office, I have my cup of coffee, uh, you know, and I go to work and I handle my business from 7.45 until 4.15. Um, and then I can go home and I can do all the things at home and there was a separation. The issue for me has been the lack of separation. Everything is bleeding together, right? Everything is overflowing. So that's kind of been an adjustment in the sense that like I have my little work tray, my little tray table here that I'm sitting on right now. I have my computer on it. Um, and then my daughter, I got her her own little tray table so that she can get on her computer and do her online work. I have to sit with her and help her. She's reading, she's doing her math and all that. So as I'm doing these meetings and conferences with my students, I'm also kind of leaning to the side and helping her. Not to mention my two-year-old, as y'all can see back here, you know, my two-year-old is in the throes of potty training. So I'm having him on a timer every 30 minutes, sit on a potty. Okay, get up, go play. Okay, do you got to pee? Let me check you. You got to sit back down, you thirsty? You know, it's 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 juggling and that is one big the one of the biggest lessons that i am learning through this process this whole thing is about juggling and i don't know how many y'all are familiar with belief in fatherhood um but belief in fatherhood kind of had this thing where he was saying it's not really a thing a such thing as balance i think uh basically it's all juggling at the sense that if you got three or four or five balls you know that you're juggling you can only hold two or three of those at a time there's always going to be somebody up in the air there's always going to be somebody falling there's always going to be somebody that needs to be caught uh and all you can do is balance and juggle so obviously there's times where I'm doing my, my Google meets with my students and they're seeing me tell my kids, go sit down. Like, you know, they're seeing me, do you need a snack? Hold on guys, let me, you know, and I think at the beginning of this, a couple of weeks ago, I was completely overwhelmed by this idea. Like, how am I going to do this? It feels just overwhelming, you know, and, um, now though this week i really took the reins i really got myself together or did i do a color-coded calendar like pinterest no but i kind of set in my mind in my thing i said look here's what we're gonna do we're gonna get up 
around eight o'clock, I'm gonna give myself an hour to get the kids fed. We're all gonna brush our teeth. We're gonna get dressed like we're going somewhere and we're gonna eat breakfast and I'm gonna drink my coffee. And then at nine, I'm gonna actually start working. And so most days I end up working somewhere like nine to four, uh, to be honest with you. But obviously that's with potty for my son, snacks, uh, lunch for the kids. I stop at 12 to feed them lunch. Um, you know, they go down for a nap. Like right now they're napping. And so then it's like, okay, at, all in the midst of all of that, I'm still doing meetings throughout the day. I may have a time period during the day where I have to say like, y'all sit in y'all room, watch this movie. I'm going to shut the door so that I can do this meeting and I can't have y'all running all over the place. But then also still trying to build in time for motherhood, right? Like I still got to take y'all on walks. We still got to do art. We still got to go outside and like get some fresh air. At least we may have to run to the grocery store. Let's cook together. So I've been trying to just build in that time so that um, everything gets taken care of. But there's still stuff that fall to the wayside. So like last night, me and my husband had to sit there. We had two huge, uh, huge uh, grocery, not grocery, I'm lying laundry baskets full of two three four weeks worth of laundry that wasn't folded it was all clean none of it was folded and them baskets were so heavy and we sat there for about an hour last night just we were clowning the whole time obviously but we just sat there and just folded because it was just building and building and building and building and so i'm realizing with this and we in the age of rona you know first things first yes we definitely want to take the time to cherish our families cherish our children um but I definitely think that I was feeling overwhelmed by the lack of time for myself. I think I was uh, definitely feeling overwhelmed by uh, the lack of space for me. Like my life is now, it's it's 24-7 with these kids and it feels like work is, I had to set a boundary there because otherwise it could feel like 24-7. So I had to set hours with my students and say 9 to 11 you know, Monday through Friday and three to four Monday through Friday, y'all can reach me. I will email you back. I'll hit you right back because I'm going to be on my computer. But after four o'clock, it's family time. I'm not actually going to be checking my emails anymore after four. If you sent me an email at 4.05, we'll discuss it tomorrow at 9 a.m. <laughs> like I had to put those barriers in place and that's always been really hard for me. But I'm learning like if I don't do it, everybody will be trying to just suck everything from me all the time all day long and i'm realizing that i need to save some space during this time even for myself i know we want to we definitely want to be grateful we want to show our gratitude for our children we love them you know um but also mama don't want to go crazy trying to keep up with everybody else's you know ideals of what motherhood should look like during this time some people got it all together and I'm happy for you sis I'm not there like I'm not even showing y'all my whole couch right now but like there's clothes here there's blankets because my daughter like to get up at 6 40 in the morning and I tell her get that tablet and go sit on that couch and let me sleep for 30 more minutes you know it's just is what it is it's not a perfect thing and I think um it's been a little bit of a transition for my daughter as well because she's kindergarten she misses her teachers she misses her classmates and she, we've had such a time helping her to I have had such a time helping her to learn from home mommy's the teacher now mommy's a little bit more stern mommy's having to help her focus and we're not the best co-workers 
if I'm being totally honest with you, because my daughter is very much a mini me. She definitely has her own mind. And she told me the other day, she was like, but you're not my teacher though. Like she was just straight up with it. I was like, well, you know, your teacher can't see you right now. We can get on zoom with her when at, at the scheduled times, you know, but for now, like to get these lessons done, mommy has to be the one to teach you so we got to work together it's definitely been a struggle it's definitely been a time of transition and me having to do a lot of explanation um to her about why we're not going to school why you can't go see your friends why you can't see your teacher um and and so that has definitely been um hard for all of us i think it helped me to see too that she's dealing she's having a hard time dealing with this the same way that us adults are having a hard time dealing with it and even my son his sleep schedule is all off when i tell you that this boy be up at like 3 30 in the morning why i don't know like we do nap time at the same time every day we set them down for bed at the same time i'm trying to keep them as structured as i can as close to normal whatever that means anymore as I can, but his sleep schedule is thrown off because he's used to going to daycare every day. He's used to go and see his grandmommy. He's used to go and see his aunties and his teachers and his friends at school. And so all of it is hard. And then I find that the boy tends to sit on the potty a lot of the day, or I may sit him in the room watching movies or on the tablet because I'm sitting here for two hours with my daughter doing her schoolwork that we got to get done. And then I have to spend at least three or four on my work stuff. You know, it has been a whirlwind you know it really has and i and i ain't no easy way to put that and in the midst of this um me trying to also say well now i have time to actually try and record physical video of me recording this podcast you know on top of everything else that is a priority for me and at first i was very hesitant to do it because you know rise and grind twitter and you should have six months of uh disposable income saved up Twitter has been hitting them streets. You know, y'all should have, why y'all struggling? How come y'all done had three months of, of um, pay saved up? And how come you ain't learning a new hustle and a new grind and a new did it did it And of course that can make you feel guilty. That can make you feel unproductive. But I really had to like explain to myself too that, you know, um, if I choose to do this, if it doesn't feel like too much of a stressor, um, if I'm having fun doing it and not feeling like I'm doing it um, just to prove something to somebody, then that's I want to do it that way. I want to do it the way that it feels good to me. It feels natural to me, not on it like I'm trying to prove something to someone kind of way. You know what I mean? Um, but I had a little bit of time in my kids nap today. I did want to see how are y'all dealing with the transition? Um, I did make a schedule because having a little bit of structure a lot of structure. I ain't gonna lie. I need a lot of structure. I have my days planned out, but having the structure in place has helped me to get regain that power that I feel like I lost the last two weeks. I feel like the last two weeks, like prior to this week, I feel like I just have been flying by the seat of my pants because they were calling me up to the school. I was delivering lunches, had to bring my kids with me. All of these things were kind of stacking up on top of all the administrative duties that I have in place that have to also be completed staff meetings online meetings with students online meetings with parents online and things of that nature and then still having to deal with my kids like it, it doesn't stop it doesn't end and my husband's still going out every day going to work as a police officer which is another nerve-wracking thing because he's in you know he's one of the you know people that's on the front lines and still trying to make sure i got a meal cooked when he gets home and you know it's so it's definitely been a juggling act 
Um, but I found that this week, setting the schedule and sticking to it, it makes me feel like I can handle this. I can handle it. I just need to put things in place for myself so that I can deal with it. And some people are doing a completely loose version of this. There is no schedule. The kids will work on the homework when they feel like it. And I will do my work from home when I feel like it. Unfortunately, you know, we have... For my work, you know, there are certain standards that we have to meet. There are certain things that we still have to do and track for our students since they're not in our presence anymore. So having the boundaries, having the structure has been a godsend, to be honest with you. Um, I will say, and I and I, I wanted to talk about the struggle a little bit. I, I definitely wanted to talk about how having a schedule has benefited me. Um, but also, I think one of the things, too, with this one of the things that I've realized is that I'm not a bad mother. <laughs> and I know y'all probably looking at me like, girl, what? Like, what are you even talking about? When I say that, what I'm trying to say is that um, when I first became a mother, even before I was officially a mother, I was pregnant with my daughter. I had so much anxiety built up around motherhood. I just did not want to do a bad job. I did not want to ruin my kids or have them where they had to heal from their childhood. You know, like I definitely feel like I'm still doing a lot of healing. And that's just the reality of this situation. A lot of things that I've experienced in my childhood, I'm still healing from those things. And I wanted to create an environment where like my kids don't have to heal from damage that they've experienced in their childhood. Um... And that made me fearful of motherhood. Like I wanted motherhood more than anything. I remember the nights crying and praying to God for children because the doctors told me I would never be able to have them. I remember that. I remember going through that struggle with my husband and us wanting children very badly and not thinking we were ever going to have them. But when my daughter got here and I realized, okay, actually the stay home stuff is like, mm. I don't know if this is for me. Then I became a working mother and I felt like I had control. Um, but I still am on this journey to make sure that I'm not damaging my children. And that's definitely um, something that I'm still, I think all mothers have that in their brain at some point of just like, I want to do a good job. I want to be a good mother, but I definitely am my harshest critic. I'm my own worst critic ever. I'd be like, hot girl, you're you doing too much fussing. You're doing too much criticizing. Uh, you know, you're not doing this enough. You're not doing that enough. I'm very critical of myself because I want to do well. Um, and I have always, um, had a barometer that kind of showed me whether or not I was doing a good job. In school, it was grades. In college, it was, you know, being able to present at symposiums. In graduate school, it was like, are you getting published? Are you doing this? So I've always had checkpoints to kind of tell me if I'm doing a good job or not. And motherhood is one of those things that don't really tell you in the moment if you're doing a good, a good job or not. Like literally, it's watching your children grow, watching them learn seeing them become who they will be ultimately those are like the only markers that we actually get to show us if we're actually doing this motherhood thing successfully and what I'm learning 
in this time being with my children so much is that I am actually good at this thing. Like I have to do it in my own way. My motherhood definitely does not look like other people's motherhood. And I don't even know that any of our stuff looks the same and it doesn't have to. It literally just has to work for you and your household. You know, there is no cookie cutter, one size fits all formula to motherhood. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm figuring out that what my version works for my family and I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? Even with working from home at first, I was feeling a lot of anxiety about it, but now I feel good. Like I be juggling during the day, like, all right, let me do this conference and then let me get them a snack and then let me get this conference done or do this meeting. And then I'm gonna put them down for a nap. And then, okay, the boy pooped and, and this job, my, my, my son has been having a whole issue with this potty training stuff. The other day he was digging in his diaper and had poop everywhere. But even then, like I just threw him in the shower, hosed him down, washed him down, threw everything in the washing machine and had to take care of some more meetings afterwards. Like, I, but I'm able to do it. Um, and I, and I feel better about it. And I feel like I'm actually handling things well, considering the circumstances. And obviously everybody's situation is different. Everybody's having to deal with a different set of circumstances. Some of you are essential workers. You're not able to telework. Some of y'all are in the healthcare field. Some of y'all are working at the grocery stores and some of y'all are, you know, janitorial staff for hospitals. Some of y'all are, um, you know, working at the restaurants and providing food to people and doing the drive through and the pickup and the delivery. And so, everybody's situation is vastly different. Some people are completely laid off and not knowing how they're going to provide for their kids. So we're all dealing with different sets of circumstances. My, the, the word that I want to leave y'all with though is whatever your motherhood looks like in this season, hun, be patient with yourself and take every day one at a time. Some days are better than others. Me and my daughter earlier this week were having meltdowns. She was crying. It was this whole thing. And then today we had a great day. And it's just, I you just have to take this day, this, this whole thing, one day at a time. It's all we can do right now because uh, this is an unprecedented set of circumstances. Some of us have lost loved ones or some of you may have. Some of you may have loved ones right now, even spouses and things and parents who are sick with this virus you know um it's all kind of things happening to people that we couldn't have imagined even two months ago even um even you know what i mean two three months ago at the beginning of 2020 none of none of us would have guessed that something like this would be happening so i just want to encourage you guys um i i definitely you know am feeling like we we need to get some more community and get some more um you know uh communication going on especially with everybody being home you know hey if y'all got something y'all want to share you got something you want to say to me you got something you want me to discuss let me know man like i'm here i'm not going anywhere none of us are you know what i mean but whatever your motherhood style looks like right now be patient with yourself if you have one a schedule if you don't if your kids watching disney plus all day child look they are they eating every day are they alive you know some days are like that and i'm totally um understanding like everybody's situation is completely unprecedented for all of our families all of us are struggling but i just want to let y'all know man like take some time if you're a mama, I know it's hard to make sure that your mama name is doing good, but make sure that your mama name is doing good. Take you a bath, 
get up early before your children. Like I've had to kind of, if I want to know, I want to take a bath or take a hot shower and just scrub my face and just get glossy. I have to do that before they wake up or after they go to bed. It's been very hard to squeeze in some, somehow your mom and them doing time, but you got to take care of mama. Cause if we fall apart and kind of fall into a depression, which I definitely was doing the last couple of weeks, um, our kids kind of see that and they tend to spiral too. Once our kids feel like we have kind of regained our control, um, then they tend to feel more secure. And I've noticed that this week, both of my kids, uh, they were a bit frantic last week and the and the week before because I was I was depressed I was anxious I didn't know what was going to happen um, and we did just find out this past Friday that our school is going to be closed through the end of the school year and once I knew that it kind of woke me up and it kind of helped me to snap back and say okay I need to focus I have to get myself together because these babies need me I'm going to have to teach my daughter kindergarten stuff for the rest of the school year also get my students graduated and you know and do all the things and it was like I gotta have some kind of structure or else I'm gonna drown you know in all of this stuff and so guys you know whatever you're dealing with right now whatever you're facing please know that I'm praying for you I'm definitely somebody that believes in the power of prayer and that's really one of the things that's helping a lot of us get through right now is us you know holding on to our faith and and believing that things are going to work out you know but anyhow guys I definitely want to come to y'all today and have a quick chit chat how your mom and them doing see what's going on with y'all uh I, my son is waking up from his nap so I gave y'all a, a cute 30 minutes kept it cute let me know what y'all think about the new setup uh do y'all like the video recording better than just the audio only um and I'm gonna get back to y'all next week peace